0: April 9th, 0800 hours. It's my 25th day in quarantine. The Colombian government has locked down the entire country. We're only allowed to go out two days a week based on the last number of our ID. While there's still food in the supermarkets, supplies are starting to dwindle. I went in to get my favorite high-end churrasco And there were only a couple left. (laughs) What's going on? How the hell are you? We're going to kick this off in a different way, but welcome to the legendary life podcast. I'm Ted Rice in case this is is your first time listening. What I say we do here is that we break down science-based information on how to prevent disease, lose fat, live a long, healthy, amazing, legendary life. But on Real Talk Fridays, we do real talk. We talk about real things. And I wanted to start this off real dramatic because I had this thought the other day. This is super weird, super stressful, right? Ooh, can you hear the crazy birds outside? Super weird, super stressful. I mean, there's people who are, I've talked to my clients and asked them, hey, how are you doing? Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing all right. All my clients are working. A couple just got a new job. So shout out to you, Jackie, shout out to Gigi, or actually Gigi is apply or, or looks like she's being headhunted for a new job. So things are progressing, but I wanted to, to just say this, right? Like I was just thinking the other day, even my approach to this whole thing, right? I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I, I got real militant. That's That's been my style for dealing with. This unusual situation that we all find ourselves in. And I'm like, yeah, um, I'm going to wake up, make my bed, clean my room, work out, you know, do all these things, work. And so I had this real regimented routine. I'm like, time to stand up, time to lead. And then I'm thinking, man, you know, we're just being asked to stay home. (laughs) There aren't any riots or, you know, no shooting people. There's no there's no plague. There's no zombies. There's no nothing. It's just like, stay the fuck home because if too many people get sick, even though the majority of us won't even have symptoms or will have very mild symptoms, if it spreads aggressively enough, it will overwhelm the healthcare workers. And if you look at Ecuador, that's what's happening. And please look, wherever whatever country you're in, I mean, most of you are in the States or Canada, UK, Australia, wherever you are, go look at what's happening in some of the countries who aren't doing the lockdown uh, because they're more corrupt and they're less educated overall. And uh, they want to keep the money coming because, because that's what they're thinking about. And, and you see the repercussions in Ecuador People are dying and then they're having to put the dead people out on the street. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like, it's just a crazy thing. I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's just so crazy. But that's an example of what happens when we don't do the lockdown. Brazil is uh, struggling with that as well. So that's where I want you to bring your attention to. If you're ever like, why are we doing this? It might be a big, bit extreme instead of just isolating the most vulnerable among us those who are in the 70 and up age range those who have uh obesity those who have compromised immune systems due to you know organ transplants or various diseases that can uh, affect your immune system those with autoimmune conditions who take immunosuppressing drugs you know i can't tell you why aren't why aren't we just protecting those people quarantining those people and the rest of us kind of do our thing. But uh, I think there's uh, probably some good reasons for that. But anyway, I don't want to get down that, go down that path, at least not right this second. I want to talk about, like, you know, this is annoying. Our routines are being interrupted. And for those of you who are out of work, hopefully there's not too many of you, but that can be a big issue. Like, how am I going to pay my bills? But for the rest of us, come on. It's like, All right, I've got to stay home and not go out to eat and not go to the mall and not go and hang out with my friends and drink white wine and eat tapas or drink beers and watch the game. It's so hard. And it is hard, right? It is hard. But how lucky are we that this is our big struggle? This is the big pandemic of our lives, right? One of the big defining events of our lives, really. In this era of people who are alive in this era, and um, for the majority of us, you know, it's not really that bad. I wasn't joking about missing the Churrasco, though. There's only a few more of those delicious Churrascos. I found one brand of Churrasco I really like, and if the and for those of you who don't know, I probably most of you do. If you enjoy steak like I do, but churrasco is a South American style steak. Can't tell you what cut it is, but there's this one brand. I can't even remember the brand at the moment, but, and it's all in Espanol. Pero it's delicious. Pero es muy delicioso. Muy excelente. And um, yeah, it's running out. So I'm going to have to go for just the regular store cuts without the marinade. The struggle is real. So I just want to also catch you up on some of the things that I'm going through. So my dad is doing a lot better. Thank you so much. If you reached out to me and asked me uh, how my dad was doing, I really appreciate that. I think it takes a a certain type of person to set aside their own immediate circumstances and to say, hey, how's your dad doing? uh, How's your family doing? I, I really appreciate that. And I want to let you know he's doing great because I don't I, I think I shared the text, but he's like, I think this is the big one, Ted. You better get those documents ready. Right. And um, and so he's doing really well. And I wanted to tell you why. He's in an inpatient rehab center, a physical rehabilitation center. So he's doing occupational therapy, which is where you have uh, like a physical therapist type of person, but they help get you functional to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself or, or to work. Right. And physical therapy, it's more general, more, I guess, general to like the overall functioning of your body. Like, okay, you're, 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 you have arthritis in your hip, you have a knee replacement, at least in his case, here are the exercises that we need to do. To strengthen that area, to reduce pain, et cetera, et cetera. He made an incredible recovery as through exercise. And I just wanted to reiterate that point because it's so important that, uh, you know, exercise is crucial. It's crucial to not just our physical health, but our mental health because he does, he sounds like a different person right now. And I want to ask you, how are you going with your exercise routine? Did you fall off or have you? double down on it? Have you been exercising more? Now, for me, I've been exercising more. I've actually had to slow down. In fact, if you're anything like the people I attract in my coaching group, I attract type A people in my coaching group. So if you're that person, you've probably started exercising more. So it becomes even more important in your case to make sure that you're balancing things out. And that's what I had to do the other day. I was, I've been, I've been working out every single day. I've been doing, well, I I do something every day, but I've been working out, like doing a type of training, either doing resistance training with the band system that I travel with, or I do cardio. So we need to pay attention to our recovery. It's very important, especially exercise equals stress. So in- many ways, it's great for you, but if you overdo it, it can add to an already stressful situation. So you want to make sure you're balancing your resistance training with cardiovascular training because cardiovascular training, especially low intensity, we're not talking about high intensity stuff. We're talking about low intensity, long duration. And I'll tell you this, I've been, whenever I feel bad, I back off on the resistance training and I do more cardio. And what can you do, by the way? So I'll share with you. So I have a balcony. I have a very small place. I moved from the place that I was staying in before in, into a different place right the day that the quarantine started. So I guess March 16th or whatever it is. And um, <clears throat> I moved because it was a bigger apartment in the other place, but I couldn't go outside. I felt like a cage, like in a cage, right? I really felt that way. And I wanted to have a place that I could go outside. So I got this place with this huge balcony. So I've been running on the balcony. But even if you can't run on the balcony, you can run in place. Oh, but Ted, that's super boring. Yeah, I I, I know. It's also boring to not go out to eat. It's also boring to not go out with your friends. But if you're committed, you'll get it done. And I'm not just committed to getting in better shape right now, but I'm committed to keeping my brain functioning at a high level. And we know that aerobic exercise in particular, it stimulates your brain. It improves your circulation, stimulates your brain, stimulates the release of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which creates new brains in an area of your brain called the hippocampus, which is associated with learning and memory. So if you want to memorize things better, if you want to be mentally sharper, aerobic exercise is so crucial. And people in my coaching group, by the way, I, I use resistance training to change their body, but then I transition them into a more cardio heavy routine because high performance for me, I don't care how how sexy you look in your, in your birthday suit. Uh, it's great to look great. Let me tell you, <laughs> it is. But it's even better to have a routine that makes you feel great because you can't always rely on like, oh, I look in the mirror. Wow. I like what I see. My confidence level is high. And, and if we're honest, that's really what happens when your body changes. Not when you just lose fat, but when you start to see the muscle come out. But still focusing on on that aerobic exercise really boosts brain function. And so that's what I've been doing whenever I start to feel a little bit too stressed, that's I, I start adding cardio days in and then I'll, I'll add like, for example, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm doing two resistance training workouts in a row. Take one day off and do cardio. If I start to feel like, ah, I'm looking sexy because that's what happens when you focus on resistance training in that way, but I'm not feeling as sh- mentally sharp or, or my mood isn't as good, I'll start to do 2 days of cardio, 1 day of lifting until I start feeling the mood that I want to feel. So what I've, what else have I been doing here? I also have been doing meditation, been doing it every day and getting deep with my meditation practice. One of the things that I learned, by the way, is that I was working out all the time. Oh, oh, and also I should mention this. So I started drinking a shit ton of coffee. How much is a shit ton? It's a good question. Wow, I was drinking two of these little pots of coffee and uh, it's quite a lot. More coffee than I've ever drank ever in my life. And by the way, easy to do here because the coffee is so delicious. Juan Valdez Balenciado is what I'm drinking. Uh, but if you can ever try it in a Juan Valdez place, go for the Juan Valdez Cappuccino Tradicional. It's very—it's the best cappuccino I've ever had. Not that I've had cappuccinos all over the world. Actually, I have had cappuccinos all over the world, but I haven't been to Europe, I guess. So I'm sure there's some great coffee there. But uh, I was drinking a lot of coffee, working out, going crazy. I really started to hit a wall mood-wise. I was like, ah, I don't feel good here. I had a couple nights where I had trouble sleeping, even, even meditating several times. And I realized I'm, I'm burning the candle at both ends here and I need to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Balance, because if you're anything like me, when the pressure comes on, when the stress comes on, you rise to the occasion and you start taking care of business. You work harder. You take care of your family. You You start exercising more. But we all need a day off, and boy, did I need one. Actually, I went a couple days where I was just like, oh, wow, I'm really feeling it. It's not about the external circumstances. It's how you feel about this external circumstances. I'm going to say that again. It's not about the external circumstances. It's how you feel about the external circumstances. Because we could make the argument that it's really bad, or we could say, you know, it's not that bad. Okay. So what's the difference there? And a lot of it has to do with our emotional state. And I was feeling like, oh, fuck, things suck. It's terrible. And I was like, ah, you know, I got got to catch myself here. Why am I feeling this way? Well, you didn't sleep that well for a couple nights in a row. Okay. Why didn't you sleep that well? Well, maybe the two pots of coffee in the morning isn't, (laughs) is not helping you sleep at night. Okay. Yeah. And even when I meditated, I still had trouble sleeping, which usually meditation just puts me out, the type of meditation that I do. So I needed to start to look at myself, look at my routine, look at what I was doing, because my productivity with business has been incredible. I've leveled up so much. I've been learning, aprendiendo espanol. ¿Qué quieres comer? (laughs) So I've been learning Spanish. I've been doing all these things, but I was burning out a little bit. Can you relate to that? Or do you feel like, no, I've got it in balance? Well, I hope you do have it in balance. But in case you don't, start to look at your routine and what's shifting your mood to a more pessimistic or more sad or more angry, whatever negative emotion you're feeling. Look at your routine and figure out what's pushing you there. Because again, it's not the external circumstances. We're not in a war here, right? We're not in Syria. I wonder if Syria is on lockdown. I don't know. But we're not there. None of us. This episode is sponsored by Organifi. Do you want to know a secret that all my coaching clients follow? It's really simple, but powerful. Add vegetables into each meal. But let's be honest. Most of us, including myself, don't eat the recommended servings of vegetables and fruits each day. So for those of us who are on the go or have trouble eating healthy, having a greens powder makes it easy to get your greens in every single day, no matter how busy you are. And that's why I use and recommend Organify Green Juice, a superfood powder that you just add water to so that you can get your greens in even when you're on the go. The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes great. But don't believe me, try it for yourself. And use the code TED20, that's capital T-E-D, the number 20 at www.organifi.com. That's organifi.com to receive 20% off your first order. But hurry, this is a limited time discount for Legendary Life listeners. Now, back to the episode. And another thing I want to talk about, and then I'm going to wrap things up here, is where we're getting our information from. I had a back and forth exchange with some people who believe that the coronavirus doesn't really exist and that it's, it's a worldwide conspiracy from governments to grab power and to roll out 5G networks. Which, by the way, if you look at some places that don't have five G and they're not going to have it for a while, they have infections. <laughs> okay, so there are so many holes in these conspiracy theories. And by the way, I'm, I'm not going to talk about this too much. But I used to it, it, after nine eleven, I went down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole, and uh, took took me maybe I want to say I want to say it wasn't that long, but it could have been a couple years to pull myself out if I'm, you know, honest about it. So here's what I'll say. You really have to be mindful of the information that you're taking in your brain because what happens, this is so crucial. So I want you to pay attention to this, please. Our brains don't work well under very high stress situations. A little bit of stress makes us perform better, right? Because not enough stress in our life is called boredom. There has to be some challenge. But if it's too stressful, because you're working out too much, because you're worrying too much, because you're watching too much news, because you're uh, drinking too much coffee in the morning, drinking too much alcohol at night, or taking a, a little puffy puff at night, a little 420 at night, look, none of those things are bad. It's just if you get out of control, your brain starts to get into this hyper-vigilant place and you you start making bad decisions. And you see it, it plays out. People like to rationalize their behavior. Oh, listen, look, I watched this YouTube video and I watched this interview. And there's a there's a podcast called London Real that I used to watch a lot. Then he's got all these kooky people on. And so I don't watch it anymore. But it's how I connected with Peter Sage. And London Real had on David Icke, who, uh who is this guy from the UK who promotes these conspiracy theories about lizard people and, you know, the governments, world governments, world cabals. And and there's actually elements of truth to what he talks about if you've never heard him. But ultimately, he's just completely full of it, right? Because if there's elements of truth to what you're talking about, but the big picture is just one pile of shit, uh, of bullshit, specific let's be specific here. Then it's like, dude, you you don't have any evidence for this. Like what well, you're just saying this and and you know, he's very intelligent, very um articulate, charismatic. And so this interview with London real got taken down from YouTube. And it's and it made people go crazy because he started talking about the rollout of 5G networks and how that's really the coronavirus and, and that it's um 5G is going to ruin our world and ruin our health. And it's like, oh man, what do you think all the people who own the the 5G companies, they're going to be on 5G, (laughs) okay? No, you don't understand, Ted. They're going to have, they still have the flip phones from the early 2000s. It's the 1G network. No, they have 5G, all right, and high-speed internet and fiber optic internet. So we got to be, I'm not saying that there aren't Lie, I'm not saying that I don't trust governments, right? I think they're inept, I think they're a necessary evil. Evil may be too strong of a word, but to say what you know people are saying out there, and it's so obvious. And by the way, I, I know most of you aren't conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy theorists, by the way, if you look up, there's the conspiracy theorists don't like to believe in research. Which is fitting because if you look at the research on people who believe conspiracy theories, it's quite interesting because a, a 2017 study found a household income of 47,000 among people who are inclined to believe in conspiracy theories and 63,000 among those who weren't. And, and one survey showed about uh, 42% of people without a high school education believe in at least one. Conspiracy theory to twenty three percent of people with a postgraduate degree. So the more conspiracy theories that you believe in, probably the less money you make, and the more uh, the lack the the lack of education that you have. And so you got to. And, and also, there's another thing about conspiracy theories, and this is really important because a lot of people want to believe that they're very very special. And if you don't feel special in society because you don't get a lot of likes on your social media page, if you uh, don't make a lot of money, don't run a business, if you don't feel secure in yourself, you want to find a way to stick out from people, from other people. And so there was even a, a study, another study in 2017, provocatively titled Too Special to Be Duped where subjects either took a survey designed to measure their desire for uniqueness or wrote an essay on the importance of independent thought. And those who tested on the high need to be special or were primed to feel that way by writing the essay were also more inclined to believe in various conspiracy theories. So it's a desire to stick out from the crowd to be special. But you can also tell that it's driven in part by fear, by scarcity. So don't entertain people who believe in that stuff, because if you uh, try to change their mind or criticize or mock their beliefs, it puts them on the defensive, making them less rather than more likely to change their minds. So if you're talking with anti-vaxxers, maybe showing parents pictures of children with measles, right, or describing the deadly effects of preventable diseases, might make a difference, but arguing does not. And I found that out firsthand yesterday. I just had to block these people. This woman told me that I was sucking the cock of Bill Gates. I'm like, that's what she said to me. I'm like, okay, you're gone. Bye-bye. I don't know what to say to that. Sorry for the vulgarity there. I usually drop some F-bombs and whatnot, but I don't say things like that. But that's what she told me. And uh, yeah, I was just like, okay, enough of that. And what that shows to me is it's so important. This is when we talk about mental health in in our country or countries, that's what we're talking about. Having our brain overrun with stress and starting to go down these weird rabbit holes where we think we're really, we really know what's going on because it feels right, but really our feelings are lying to us. Our feelings are great for like, mm, should I date this person? What does my gut tell me? But for figuring out things like, well, you know, what works for fat loss, I mean, one reason why my coaching group works so well is because we're data driven. We take the emotions out of it. We use body fat tests. We weigh in every day. We track our nutrition. We uh, we track our results in the gym, and I can guarantee results because we rely on the data. And it takes the emotional craziness away, right? Because we all deal with it, men and women, when they're losing weight. So it's just really important. It's not just important for weight loss. It's important right now to keep your mental state, your psychological state, your your emotional state in check. And if you find yourself starting to go down some rabbit holes, well, do something to bring yourself back into balance. Watch your caffeine intake or whatever else you're taking, alcohol intake. A lot of people, it's like alcohol, drugs, porn, food. (laughs) People are super medicating themselves. And the problem is doing those things leads to a more poor emotional state. So I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of any of that. Well, maybe if you're smoking crack, right? There's probably no, no such thing as a, oh, it's just a little bit of crack. But I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, if you're eating too much, you're watching a lot of TV, you're, you know, I don't know, shopping online, whatever you're, whatever it is that you're doing, it's all okay a little bit. But if you find that it's starting to wear on your emotional state and it's getting harder, change directions. And that's what I had to do. For me, it was uh, caffeine kind of uh, getting to me a little bit. So again, this is all in your control and it's not about the external circumstances it's how you manage your internal state and then we can have power to change the external circumstances i mean of course in this in in our spheres of influence right meaning you can start if you're in a situation where you've got work to do you can start being more productive and um yeah do you need help creating a leaner, stronger, and healthier body while you're stuck at home? This COVID-19 craziness doesn't have to stop you from getting in better shape. So if you've had your hand in the Cheetos bag and you're ready to make a difference because you realize this situation, it's not changing anytime soon, and you know that your health is more important than ever, then I want to tell you, my team and I have been working day and night on this brand new free seven-day challenge created specifically to help you thrive during these unprecedented times where we're all stuck at home. We don't have access to gyms. We've got our rations from Costco and Whole Foods and wherever else. And it starts on April 17th. Now, I want to tell you this. There's no strings attached. I'm doing this because I want to give back to you. I want to support you. This is the best way I know to help my Legendary Life Family Succeed right now. But I want to tell you, this is a serious challenge. So if you're not serious, this isn't for you. But if you're committed to making a difference, and if you want to get coaching from me for free, this is what my coaching clients get. I'm going to be teaching it to you for free. I'm going to add you into my exclusive app. I'm going to give you a workout to follow. But again, this is for the committed because you're going to be expect. It's not called a challenge for nothing. You will be challenged. And so what I want you to know is that a week from now, you'll know what to eat, how much to eat, how to exercise to create a long, leaner, stronger, and energetic body, a more resistant body to not just COVID-19, but also to all the other things like heart disease, cancer, and all those other things. And you'll look better naked. But here's the thing. We've already got 18 spots filled and we've got a total of 50 spots that we're opening this up to. I'm promoting it on the podcast. I'm promoting it on my Facebook group. So if you want in, take action now. It starts on April 17th. And the place to go is legendarylifepodcast.com slash challenge. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash challenge. Looking forward to seeing you there. And I hope this listening to this show is helping keep you on track with what you should be doing or reinforcing what you're already doing because i know many of you are superstars type a people so i hope this helps keep you on track keep you motivated that you're on the right track and also helps you catch yourself when you start to drift a bit over into burnout and exhaustion to help bring you back and that's all i gotta say for today I've got a, a coaching call in, in a few minutes here, so I got to sign off, but I, I, I want you to know that we're in this together. I love you, I care about you, I want the best for you. And, I, and most, more, the, probably the number one thing and why I'm so passionate about health is that it's so important to keep our mental health straight. It's really the battle for the modern human being in our current digital society. It's really about the battle to keep yourself centered. To keep yourself in the eye of the storm because it's just chaos. It's chaos right now, but it's always chaos. All the stuff coming at you from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all over the place. How do you find that eye of the storm and how do you stay there? And if you start to drift out of the eye of the storm, how do you get yourself back? to where things are going crazy around you, but you are calm, centered, and able to do what it is that you need to do to provide for yourself, to provide for your family, and to achieve ultimately whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. So keep that in mind, stay focused, stay centered, love you, and talk soon.